Good day, everyone. This is Matt with the Cup of Freedom. Thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. Today is the day the Lord has made, and we will rejoice in Him. I've got my cup of coffee, my Texas pecan coffee. I hope you're enjoying a cup wherever you are listening from. This is a podcast where we celebrate the freedom that we already have in Jesus Christ, and we talk about how we can live that out in every area of our lives, and we drink some really good coffee. So coffee and Jesus, Jesus and coffee, that's what we're doing here. Thank you for joining us. And I want to say, uh, just right up front, this is going to be our final ap- episode of of this year. And just want to say uh, a quick shout out to all of you, the listeners, everyone who has been with us now uh, two and a half years. And so we're going to be getting ready to celebrate our third year uh, this coming March, but just so grateful for you. Maybe some of you have joined us just this year or in the last few months. Uh, we could not do this without you. Thank you so much for your prayers, for your encouragement, for your support, for your feedback, for your questions, for all of those things. Lord, uh, We just are so grateful for you and uh, keep it coming. <laughs> we uh, we will continue to share this message because this is what God has put um, you know, on our hearts to to share this message of freedom in Christ that's so needed, you know, um, by so many. So uh, so thank you, thank you, thank you. And also let me say uh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you. Is this going to be our last episode of the year? We've got some really exciting things coming up, but I really do hope that you have a safe and Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And uh, yeah, just enjoy time, uh, whatever God gives you this this holiday season. So uh, God bless each one of you. Well, I've been doing a series on freedom as a gift. You know, we're entering, we're in this Christmas season. It's coming up here pretty quick. Uh, and this idea of freedom as a gift, like I for so many years, I thought I had, I thought I was lacking it. I thought I had to go after it. I thought I didn't have it, and so this gift was already mine. It was already something I had, and I didn't know it. And so today, I want to talk about. We've been kind of been going through that of like, like how free are you, and this gift that is something you already have. And now, today, I just want to spend a few minutes on experiencing this freedom because much of the time, there's a disconnect between well. Scripture says I'm free, I'm already free, but I sure don't feel it, I'm sure not experiencing it, I sure have this ongoing struggle with the fleshly behaviors or temptations or whatever, and so I'm surely not experiencing it, and so how do I, how do I experience it? What is the, what is the connection there? And so I want to kind of talk through that a little bit and, and just, just give you a few thoughts on that and, and, and encouragement in that. Because again, as I shared last time, it's not if you feel it or not, uh, doesn't change the fact that you are free. If the sun has set you free, you are free indeed. That's, that is the key. Uh, to remember. So you're not going to always feel it, and you're not going to always be responding on it. But the more you actually, by faith, believe that you are truly free, then this inside-out transformation does happen. And the first thought I want to just to, to kind of present to you is that that um, Christ's presence, His presence, not presence that you, we're going to be getting some presents here in a little bit on Christmas, right? But His presence Okay, his very presence in you is your freedom. That's the gift. It's not about trying to go after it. If you're still in this pursuit of going after it or uh, believing that you're missing it or trying to get rid of certain things in your life, sinful behaviors or whatever, the focus can be on Christ's presence in you. That's the first and foremost foundational thing. And what as God renews your mind to the truth, then you begin to your thoughts begin to be renewed to the truth that his presence is really enough it's all you need it is 
your freedom. He is your freedom. Freedom is a person. So trying to even get rid of fleshly behaviors or get rid of temptation doesn't make you any more or less free than you are right now. It just is going to affect your experience of it. But Christ's presence is what is your freedom. And that is the gift that you can open. I didn't realize I had it. It's like it's like a, a, we've got some presents under our tree, and if, if they just stay there and they're never opened, the, the presence is still there. They're still going to be there. But my experience of that present, uh, if someone gives me a gift and I don't open it, my experience of that present will be affected because I'm not opening it. So this is not a work that we do. It's a choice, a choice that I set my mind on the presence of Christ. And may that be the foundation during these next few weeks. If you're stressed out about whatever it may be, the holidays, dealing with family, you've got you know financial hardships, whatever that may be, that Christ's presence in you that's how you experience it. We can simply, in that moment, if you're if you're feeling condemnation, if you're feeling shame, if you're feeling the heaviness of, of of an of an addictive behavior, whatever, the focus can be on Christ in you. And that's the second thought I wanted to give you is the is the the, the idea of overcoming these fleshly behaviors is not trying not to sin or trying to overcome the flesh. That was the other thing that I that God was beginning to show me that I had to learn was that the more I was actually trying to fight against or to fight for the victory and fight for the freedom, the harder it was getting and the more shame-filled I was because I couldn't quite come through. So the focus can be on Christ, not on trying not to sin, not on trying to uh, to stay away from the fleshly behaviors. Sure, we can have some things in place as boundaries, no doubt about it, but the but the but the focus can be on his life, his very life in us, because he is our life now. And so the focus now of our whole life is him as our life. And so we walk, that's, the, that's what walking by the Spirit is. It's fixing our eyes. It's choosing, choosing to focus on Christ in us, his life in us. We, we often get this out of place. We often think we have to do our part to overcome these fleshly behaviors. Maybe it's pornography. Maybe it's whatever that may be. And so we have to do our part. We've got we to clean up our spiritual act. We've got to become more spiritual. We've got to go out and fight the battle. And actually, it's impossible to do those things. Actually, the more you do it, the more you try to become more spiritual, the more you try to fight off the flesh, the more defeat you're going to experience because you're trying to do it out of your own resources and not focusing on the life of Christ in you. The gift of freedom and experiencing it is to f- simply focus on, uh, on, on Christ. And so uh, that's that's and, and why this is can be challenging. I think a lot of times is because we we can't measure it. Well, how do I know if I'm focusing on Christ enough? Well, <laughs> that's that's the measuring stick gets thrown out. It's it's I simply choose moment by moment to have this awareness of Christ in me. That's why that foundational thing I said at first is Christ's presence is your freedom. That's how you experience it. I'm Christ, you're with me. You're in me. You're in union with me. You've never left me. You are my way out. When that heaviness of the temptation or flesh comes, I can fix my eyes. I can focus on you in me. Okay, so God's God God's way of of revealing this to us is to first and foremost reveal that we already have been set free, and we can focus on that. His life in us ha, is what ha, has given us the victory and the freedom. 
This is, we, we, it's his life in us. And we actually, when we are feeling a sense of peace and rest and spiritual rest, we know that we are not choosing to allow him to live his life in and through us. And that is what will handle anything and everything that comes our way. And I always kind of ask this question, you know, and I struggled with this for years, you know, we, we, we know that, you know, there's no way we can earn salvation. And so we, you know, Jesus didn't die for our sins. So there was a way we could earn that. We, we simply receive that as a gift, right? But then somewhere after salvation, we begin to think that there's, we have to do our part. There's something that we have to do uh, in order to continue to get victory or have freedom or find freedom or whatever. And and so it, 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 at some point, it didn't make any sense to me that Jesus simply says, believe for salvation, but then after salvation, I've got to go and do a bunch of stuff to experience freedom, to get freedom, to, to, to have freedom, to maintain freedom, all of this kind of stuff. So, so does it make sense to you? I would ask that question, that, that Jesus would die for our sin and then not really provide a way for us to live in this freedom, doesn't it doesn't it doesn't make sense to me and once this once God began to finally reveal this and 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 gently remind me no Matt you've already got the freedom because you've got me in you we are now saved by sin's power by his life in us we've I've talked about this before Romans 6 we've been set free from the power of sin you want to know what real freedom is yes freedom is 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 from the penalty of sin he died for our sins but real freedom is also freedom from sin, from the power of sin. And so we don't have to sit here and continuously try to fight the battle or to continuously try to keep ourselves spiritually charged up because his life in us, and, and maybe one way of thinking of this is, you know, we've got his life in us, we've got his freedom in us, but if I turn the switch on, choosing to focus on that is simply choosing to flip the light switch on. I'm, I'm sitting here next in my studio. I've got a light switch next to me. The power is there. But when I turn the light switch on, then the power is expressed through the light bulb and into the room and it flows out, right? That's, that's choosing to walk by the Spirit. I've got the presence of God in me. I choose. I turn the light switch on of freedom and it flows inside out into every area of my life. That's one way of kind of in the physical world that I kind of see see that is I've got it, but I may not experience it if I don't flip that switch on. And that, that's, that's, that's a choice. And what is, what is the choice? Is it to do a bunch of stuff? No, it's simply a choice to believe. Just like salvation was simply, I believe, Jesus, that you died for my sins and you rose again, again to give me new life. I simply believe it. I simply believe it. It's it's simple, but not always easy, right? It's it's It's... Turning that on switch is simply a choice. We choose, but here it is, we choose to rest in his life, in his freedom, in his victory. That's when we experience it because he's already accomplished it all. He's done it all. He's finished it all for our freedom. And so we choose to rest. That's a key word. Choose to rest in his finished work. You want to give me, uh, if I can give you one thing that you could choose to rest in this these next few weeks is is that is his accomplished his finished and accomplished work on the cross and resurrection to put his life in you that presence is your freedom that presence is your freedom Christ's life in you hear me on this Christ's life in you his presence in you is the remedy is the answer for any and every temptation any and every fleshly behavior that you're dealing with any and every stress 
or worry or anxiety or lying belief that you may have, any and all that, Christ's life in you is the answer and you're not lacking it. You have it right now. Our choice to rest is is that. It's a choice. I can set my mind. I can focus on Christ in me. I can set my mind. And as God does that, your mind begins to think these truthful thoughts instead of those lying thoughts about your identity, about that you're lacking freedom, about you got to fight for the victory. And you'll find yourself believing. You want to know how you experience it? It's believing and trusting. You'll find yourself believing God's truth about you and about your freedom and about his presence in you rather than believing these lies. That's the way that that lies get replaced is by believing God's truth, and the truth will set you free. So Christ's life in you is the the answer. That that temptation for pornography, that fleshly behavior of pornography, of, of lust or whatever, it comes at you. What's the remedy? The life of Christ being expressed in and through you. You've got everything you need for life and godliness. You've got freedom already. You simply choose to rest in Him. You choose to walk by the Spirit, and He will, His power in you will effectively handle whatever is you're dealing with. And this is hard for us to kind of think about because we often think we have to do something, and actually it's our, our not doing something that actually allows us to experience it. It's our not fighting for freedom. It's our not fighting against the flesh. It's our not struggling for freedom and victory. It's in all those things we're not doing that we actually experience the rest of His life in us. His life in us is that. And then I will say this, then what about our feelings? Because then our thoughts now are there. Our beliefs are now being renewed. We, we, we have been set free. Our feelings will still be, can still be up and down, but we, don't, we now are not living as much out of our feelings. This feeling of, of temptation, this feeling of loneliness, this feeling of being unworthy, this feeling of whatever. Wait a minute, what's God's truth? In the moment, my thoughts and beliefs. Because remember, you won't you won't act beyond what you believe. So our beliefs produce our actions. Okay, our beliefs and thoughts actually produce our feelings too. So once our thoughts are being renewed, once our beliefs are then being renewed, and we're choosing to believe what God says about us, our emotions are not going to have as big a blow to us. They're just not because we're going to be believing God's truth, thinking on God's truth, knowing that God has set us free. And then guess what? Then what happens? <laughs> we begin to make choices based on what? Based on our ability to know, based on truth, based on truth that we are now thinking and believing what God has said about us and our identity and our new heart, that we are fully free. Uh, we, we now, so our thoughts and beliefs are now being transformed. Our feelings still may come and go, but we begin to make choices then based on the truth that is already in us. And, and, and the reality is, is this will convince us, God's convincing us and making us more aware of this reality, and, and this will continue to renew our minds. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, God, you are, you have fully set me free. You are my life and power in dealing with this temptation. There, I don't need anything else. I can simply in this moment choose to believe the truth about what you say about me. I don't need any, any fresh falling of the Spirit. I've got the Spirit living in me. And this, this will actually produce, I believe, a greater awareness or willingness for us to engage God with this, to come to, to, come to, to God with this, for Him to continue to renew our minds. Instead of going to another source, we're going to Christ as our source, 
because he is renewing our minds, because he is uh, uh, revealing that we are truly set free. And then what happens? We begin to go to him more than we go to other things for this freedom because we've already got freedom. And what happens? We begin to experience this transformation in our behavior. Yes, yes, we do. We do. We always start with the outside in, and it's it's so different than what we're always often told is that we've got we're missing freedom, so we got to go out and get it. But as I asked that question before, does it make sense that Christ would would die for our sins and then not give us a way to live in freedom and victory from ongoing sin struggles? It doesn't make any sense to me. His very life is now in us. That is the resource, the source, for dealing with all this. And as we begin to believe the truth of your new identity and that, that we are truly set free and Christ's presence is always there, then we will begin to experience a transformation in our behavior. We will. It'll be the natural overflow of Christ's life in us. But if you're feeling the pressure to get it, produce it, I don't have it, I need it, I lack it, then you're still going to be living in this shame, this condemnation, and this I'm, I'm missing something, I'm lacking something. So maybe that's the prayer that you, over these next few weeks, Lord, just reveal this to me. You engage God and you say, how free am I, Lord? Reveal how free, reveal that I am truly been set free from not just the penalty of sin, that you've forgiven all my sins, but from the power of sin. And what does that mean, Lord? What does that mean that I have a new power source? Your life in me is now my new power source in dealing with this. Because you're, I know you're focused on the behavior. I know you want to be experiencing the, this freedom from these ongoing you know, sin struggles. But the sure way of not experiencing freedom is by believing you're not, you've not been set free from the power of sin and trying to go out and fight against those flesh patterns. That's a sure way of defeat. It is. I tried everything to do that. And God gently began to remind, remind renew my mind to the truth. And then as you begin to experience this transformation in behavior, guess what? I mean, there's just all this, it's a complete life transformation because you begin to choose from what? You begin to choose to live from this new power source. Before you were always choosing to believe you didn't have freedom. You were going to, this other resource was going to be your source of freedom. It was going to be a book, a plan, a, a program, a, you know, a, a steps, a self-help or whatever. And now it's like, no, God's changed me from the inside out. He's transforming me from the inside out. And so now I'm experiencing this transformation in my thoughts and my beliefs. And then my behavior is now being transformed. I'm believing the truth about what God, what, what you say about me. And now I'm, I'm choosing to live now from you as my source, because that's ultimately what it is. You want to know how you experience freedom, but you, you're choosing to you choose to live from Christ as your life source because he already has given you freedom. So you open that every day. I wake up today. I say, Christ, you live in me. You are my source. You are my life. I choose now to walk in that, to choose that, to set my mind on that, to focus on that. That is the gift. That is, that is your hope. So again, if you think about a flow of this, thoughts and beliefs that are there, God begins to renew your mind to thoughts that are, that are truthful. <laughs> uh, that and then that, those beliefs begin to, to be transform. You're believing truth about who you are, about who God is, about how free you actually are. Feelings may still come and go, but the feelings don't have the same impact and blow. You begin to make choices now based on truth. And what do you see? You see that you do experience transformation in your behavior because you're choosing to let Christ deal with it all. His life in you is now dealing with it. 
and then you choose to live from Him as your life source. That's how you experience it. This all happens by faith. We choose to believe that this is true. Just like it was for salvation, the same is true. How do we experience victory and freedom? We experience by choosing to believe it and trust that it's already ours. The surest way to experience defeat is to believe we don't have it and to go out and try to fight for it. So realizing that our efforts can... This is what's so difficult in this is that realizing our efforts can not only never really play a part in our freedom and victory, um, they actually do the opposite. They think they continue to feed into the lie that we're actually not free. And they and they do and they actually don't don't set us free from those ongoing sin patterns. We can now choose by our will, choose to believe and accept this free gift of freedom now. Not to make an effort to get it, but to simply choose to believe in the gift of freedom. Understanding this truth, I think, will be one of the greatest ways that God transforms your life. I truly believe that. I've learned to recognize that the more that I sense a struggle in my life, the more that I sense that the temptation's getting heavier, that I got to fight the battle, or maybe all these kind of things, I'm not being spiritual enough, the more now that I am choosing to see that for what it is. I'm seeing it as, okay, that's the lie of the enemy. That's the belief that you're still lacking it, Matt. No, it's it's now I get to make a choice in that moment to either rest in him and enjoy the freedom because it's already mine to open the gift, to turn on the light switch, to drink the coffee from the coffee mug. I already have it in me, but to turn it on, that's resting. That's choosing to focus on him. That's when I will experience and enjoy this gift of freedom. Not, it's impossible to fight and rest at the same time. It's impossible to struggle and enjoy at the same time. There's going to be one or the other. So if you're in this place right now, if you're struggling, you're fighting, you're trying, there can be a choice to give all that up, to give up the fight, to give up the struggle, to give up the trying harder. That's actually a good place to be. And we simply rest in the complete freedom and complete victory and complete presence of Christ in us. That's the Christmas message, right? It's not even God, it's God Emmanuel, but now it's God in us. It's Christ in us. That's what Christmas is all about. We don't have to wait any longer. We've got him in us. So I want to end with this. How free are you? You're completely free. You're totally free. How do we experience his presence? We we simply choose to believe that it's already been accomplished for us. It's already been won for us. Freedom is ours. And the more we choose, God, God's renewing our mind all the time. But we can still choose to reject it. We can still choose to reject truth. So we simply, by faith, we, we, we open this gift by faith. We turn the light switch on by faith. God, I don't see it all right now. Yeah, I really don't. I'm not, I'm not feeling it. I'm still not experiencing it. I've still got all this in my life going on. And, I, I just, and he knows. And so in that moment, though, we can still make a choice. But God, in this moment, I'm choosing to trust you. I'm choosing to drink from the life that I have in you. I'm choosing to drink from the living water that I have. I'm choosing to eat from the bread of life. I'm choosing to drink the coffee from the coffee cup. I'm choosing to live from your life in me. And as you do that, he does 
continue to reveal and renew your mind of how free you are. So I want to leave you with this with this question. What would that look like in your life as you in your experience of freedom? Uh, if you were to choose to trust and believe today that you have everything you need for your freedom right now, you have it all. Now, God, your experience of that may not be where you want it to be, but but as God continues to reveal, what would that look like in your life that you can really choose to say it's finished, it's done? I can rest in Him because this freedom is a gift. What would that look like for you to open that every day? Would it simply be that I need to, this is not some magic pill that I'm saying, that you have to just start shouting a bunch of affirmations. No, but what would that look like for you to set your mind on that truth that you already are free, that you've already got his presence in you, that it's already finished, that you now simply are choosing to believe it, to trust it. That's spiritual growth. You want to know what spiritual growth is? It's not getting more of what you don't have. It's realizing what you do have. It's realizing the freedom that you already have in Jesus. And he's revealing, he's renewing. And how will you know when this transformation is taking place? You'll know because lies are becoming truth. Those thoughts, those lying thoughts, stinking thinking thoughts are now being renewed. Those beliefs, those lying belief systems are now being renewed to the truth. Your feelings are still maybe up and down at times, but but those don't have the same impact. And now you're choosing to act on what is true about you, about your new identity, about what Christ has put in you, his life in you. And then you begin to see the transformation. This is how you know it's, it's happening because you're thinking and believing truth. And you all this all happens by faith, by choosing, by trusting. And you begin to see that as you're choosing to live from him as your source, what a difference it makes because you're at rest. You're at peace. There's no condemnation. There's no shame. There's no guilt. There's none of that because it's like, oh, Lord, you said you're going to do this in my life and you've already done it. You've already provided a way for me to live in this freedom and to deal with these ongoing sin struggles. So I'm just going to choose to let you do it and say, go, God. And you simply thank him for it and you choose to focus on him as your life. What would that look like for you? That's my prayer for you over these next few weeks. Uh, I would encourage you to maybe catch up on some episodes. We did a series on the new heart. We did a series on the real you, your identity in Christ. We did um, you know, several series. We did a, a series like a few months back on what is freedom in Christ. I would encourage you to maybe catch up on some of those. But that's my prayer for you, that this reality, this truthful reality that you are already free will become more of your experience each and every day. And that you, as you open this gift every day, you will begin to experience the very life that is already in you, that's already there. And you will begin to experience this moment by moment, day by day, week by week, as you're living your life, as you're engaging with other people, as you're, as you're at work with your family, wherever you're at, that this freedom then just flows out of you because you're choosing to turn the light switch on. You're choosing to live from the very life source of Christ as your freedom already. That's my prayer for you. That's my hope for you. Um, It's available because you've already got it. You're not lacking it. So choose this day to believe that. Choose this day to trust what Christ has already finished. Well, uh, Merry Christmas to you. Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, Have a great new year, a great next few weeks. 
uh, please reach out to us. We still do offer one-on-one coaching if that's something you would like to pursue maybe in the new year. If you have any questions for us, any comments, any feedback, we'd love to hear from you. And as we say here on this podcast, come as you are and find freedom. We'll talk to you next time. Thank mm-hmm. you.